Welcome back to the Native Stroke Show. I'm your host Richard Kuptong. Uh, this is the place where we discuss a lot of things, uh, you know, revolving around design, jobs, career, and also music. And for the past few months, we have not been able to update our podcast for certain reasons, like you know, technical issues and then personal issues and so on. But here we are finally, and uh, our guest today is Umafela Umafela Chongthu. Umafela is currently with Adobe, and he is a father and. Uh, loving husband as well. Umafela, why don't you just, uh, as a starter, go through us your current profile and then help us understand uh, who you are and where you are right now. Sure. Uh, thank you, Richard, for having me um, at this podcast, uh, Native Strokes Show. Uh, I love the name, by the way. Um, so, so yeah, much. happy to introduce myself. Um, so as you said, I'm currently with Adobe and have been with Adobe for um, about 12 years now. Uh, that's quite long um, in contrast with the you know, normal tenure that you see in corporate <laughs> jobs. Um, and I've worked with global technology companies like Oracle, yeah. uh, Publicis Sapient, uh, and HCL, an Indian player. That's where I started my career, actually. Uh, so, yeah, I have been around uh, the Indian IT uh, industry. And I uh, did my education here in Delhi, uh, in a college in SRCC, Iran College of Commerce, uh, and then an MBA from Delhi University, right? That has been my journey. Yeah. So I've never really left Delhi since bachelor's. Uh, <laughs> like you, I really like this city, right? Um, and um, so from college to having two kids, uh, one is almost a teenager now, 12, mm -hmm. I've uh, been here putting up uh, in Vasan Kunch, um, uh, quite close to the airport. Uh, for those of you who are not from Delhi, uh, yeah, that that that's pretty much my background here. Yeah, and I, I've just, I, I mean, you you told me that you know you're from Sri Ram College and you have done a BCom, and then you move on to get a B, uh, MBA. Uh, have you ever? Uh, I mean, what was the tipping point that you are going to go into the? public sector, whereas, you know, our typical, uh, our mentality of the co our community from the North is, is always the public sector. Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, I, I don't quite know why, um, but government jobs or uh, this business, small businesses like the mom and pop shop never really yeah. intrigued me or, or attracted me, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't just imagine myself sitting in a, you know, government office, uh, a suit and tie and looking all serious all day long, right? That That's just <laughs> not me. Um, and then um, if you look at uh, the normal businesses that people... Uh, get into um, in Mizoram or maybe elsewhere in the Northeast, right? It's pretty much uh, mm. what we call mom and pop shop. Uh, you have yeah. to sit in the store, um, customers come in, greet them. That also didn't quite intrigue me. I don't know why, uh, right? And maybe that's God's plan. But uh, when I uh, did my graduation in, in uh, Sriram College of Commerce, that was the time when the IT industry in India boomed, right? And mm, we, we've never yeah, heard yeah. of IT really. Then suddenly you see these companies like TCS, Infosys, Wipro, HCL, yeah. and they were the talk of the town. And they really revolutionized the whole industry globally. Um, mm. And this was during the uh, Y2K um, 
buck or boom, as they say it, or the dot com boom, right? Uh, maybe yeah. many of the listeners are too young to <laughs> know it. <laughs> <laughs> this was 1998, uh, uh, 99-ish, right? So yeah. I I uh, was greatly, greatly attracted or intrigued um, about that industry, which is booming. And uh, all the newspapers um, everywhere, they were talking about the great prospects that India is into, right? Mm. Uh, so that was one reason why I wanted to be in the tech industry, right? And and second, mm. uh, maybe thirdly, um, I, I would also associate much of my uh, passion in the corporate to the influence of my brother. My brother actually is in the government, right? So mm. um, he um, is an IES officer, uh, but he... Uh, never really want. I, I think remotely, or or maybe uh, uh, maybe um, he um, think that you know the siblings and and my eldest brother is also into uh, government job. He's into teaching. Mm-hmm. He's a professor. Maybe they they think that you know enough of the brothers in uh, government jobs, and and I I must try out right. So he was the one yeah. who actually prompted me to uh, take up MBA. Uh, it was called. Um, masters in business economics when I, I when I did it and he turned to MBA mm-hmm. right so he actually filled up all my forms so uh, the industry development uh, and, and the wave that that was Indian IT and then my brother and my um, kind of passion towards um, mm-hmm. you know doing something else other than mom and pop shop and, and, and government jobs I think that those three factors were the, the biggest influence and you mentioned about you know never interested about the mom and pop shop or you know being a little bit more of an entrepreneur or you know sitting idle in a government offices waiting for the the work to be get done something like that. Uh, does this mean that you're more uh, into the system of uh, the corporate functioning where everything is chop chop chop? You know you're the best of the best. You have to be competent, and if you're not good enough. You know, you better find another place. Are you that kind of a person to, who, who thinks that kind of in the, in that line? Uh, well, yes and no, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, I, I'm um, I, I kind of uh, develop the likings for entrepreneurial kind of uh, work mm. uh, very early on. But my definition of in, being an entrepreneur is very different, right? Mm. Um, I I think the small business or let's say being a reseller or a distributor or opening a retail shop Mm. or being an agent is what I would call business, normal business, mom and pop shop, right? Which families run or very organized, but entrepreneur, real entrepreneur solve problems on a daily basis. So the, the, the thing that drove me was how do I take big challenges and solve those problems, mm. right? And later mm. I knew uh, that that was what entrepreneurial uh, uh, ship is. Um, and also getting those problems solved through others is what they call management. So I learned all of those mm. uh, <laughs> and said, okay, this is it, right? This is it. This is where I want to go. So, uh, but in, in terms of being competitive, I, I don't think I'm overly competitive, uh, but I like to learn and I like to put my A game on, if you uh, know what I mean, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, per- perhaps uh, I-, I had uh, maybe um, a-, a little bit of zeal and drive, uh, which was uh, maybe more than what 
normal jobs would satisfy, right? Maybe uh, I, mm. I'll put it at that, but I don't think I was all at any point of time overly competitive or would like to do a red race as we call it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mentioned, uh, you know, you've never been a really competitive. So how was growing up for you? Uh, have you done all of your educations till the, before the colleges uh, in Mizoram or how did it uh, happen and how was childhood for you? Yeah, uh, interesting. So uh, my dad is a pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means you keep shifting, right? That, that's one of the, mm. <laughs> that's one of the things. So <clears throat> um, I did part of my education in Aizol, in Mizoram and then in Lunglei, which is the second capital, and then in Shillong. So um, mm-hmm. I did my schoolings in uh, three cities um, and my Shillong school was army school. Uh, mm-hmm. CBSE, um, and I, I think my my dad and my brothers they always wanted me to go to Central India, right? Uh, because they put mm. me on CBSE. By the way, now everyone is doing CBSE or yeah, exactly. Uh, but that time it 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 wasn't that right. So mm. I, I think it was only maybe one two percent of the student would be doing CBSE. Uh, maybe they had a, a really good vision, right? Uh, thanks to my family, <laughs> they put me on a CBSE at twelve in Shillong. Yeah. Was it there any difference? Uh, I mean, uh, a challenge in the transition between you know uh, go, having to go from Lunglei to another place and then to a uh, CBSE board, and then from there to Delhi. Um. Um. Well, maybe I didn't know it then, uh, but I had to mm. manage a lot of change. Mm. make new friends uh, in terms of studies um maybe this is not the time to um brag or anything but i, I was almost always uh, towards the top of the class so uh, mm-hmm. st- studies wise uh, i didn't have really any challenge uh but yeah maybe to come to think of it i didn't realize it then but there was a lot of change i had to manage and in the corporate job, it's all change management, right? Every day it's changing. Exactly. So, that, that's where I want to come in. Yeah. <laughs> because I was trying to understand all these changes. How does it correlates to the current position where you are, where you are working in a corporate at a fast moving pace of, uh, you know, everything and uh, are you already prepared to do that? Because, you know, you have done, you have moved around a bit inside of the Nordis as well. And then you come to Delhi, which is a completely different ball game altogether, right? So in a way, do you think that you are actually preparing yourself for that? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. And, and the way that you are analyzing that, um, I think it's quite profound. Um, and, and maybe more than I realize, uh, it, it did, right? So mm. I think uh, I'm very comfortable uh, with ambiguity, right? When things are mm. clear, um, or yeah. you have to start afresh on something, I actually don't like uh, something very stagnant, something that stays the same. I can't mm. do something over and over again, right? I, I need to see change. Yeah. Maybe those are the things that prep me, right? And mm. in, in terms of uh, outlook as well, uh, I met lots of new people uh, with lots of different perspectives, lots mm. of culture in Shillong since it was an army school half the class uh, would be um, uh, from the army background uh, and the toppers, uh, the best students were the Marwaris and, and mm. then the localites, the Khasis would join in. So it was kind of multicultural. And then in the corporate, uh, you have to work well with anyone, right? Exactly. So it's up to you to work well. Uh, so that, that may have prepared me more than I, I 
uh, could ever imagine. So great uh, digging there, uh, Richard, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you know, working in a corporate is not something that uh, you know it's it's not for everyone. I would say. And, uh, you know, one of the misconceptions that uh, every Nordic uh, people have is, especially our, not our generation, but our parents' generation is that when we say, it, uh, you know, uh, as simply put, when you go back home, they will ask you where you work. Oh, it's, you work in a company, you know, it's <laughs> the, the word company, or, yeah, you know, yeah. or uh, that, that's what they refer to. Uh, so I want you to kind of try to explain in, in a short, simple way, how do we define what is a private sector? And for someone who never get into that kind of a uh, career, he's uh, structured, uh, how, to, how do they get into that private sector industry? What is the entry point? You know, what sort of diversity in terms of career options do they have? I mean, we already know that technology is the foundation for it, but if you can a little bit more elaborate on that, yeah. Yeah, I, I can give a really long uh, answer to that, but I'll try and keep it short, right? So uh, th think about this, right? Uh, think about public sector, which is anything owned or run or where major stake is with the government, like government jobs or PSUs, mm. as we call it, public sector unit, like working for SBI or all of that is called uh, public sector, right? Anything mm. owned uh, privately, that means non-government owned uh, enterprises or small business um, are called private sector. So any, anything non-government is private sector to, to start with, right? Now, mm. private sector would be huge, right? The shop next to you is a private sector or let's yeah. say Google is a private sector company. Now, within the private sector, um, you have to demarcate uh, uh, corporate and non-corporate, right? Corporate is mm. um, um, companies uh, who float their shares publicly. Mm. That means they register in stock market, their stocks is up for purchase. It's not owned by a single person or mm. uh, a group of people. It's owned by whoever buys the share, uh, but there'll be people who will be holding majority shares and so on. But these are, to, to, to um, um, simplify this, any big uh, business institution uh, or, or companies, as we call it, would be the corporate, right? And then we yeah. have the uh, private sector privately held. That means there'll be yeah. a single or partnership ownership uh, and, and they don't uh, uh, register their stock in the stock exchange and trade publicly. That means it's privately held, right? Now I yeah. represent the corporate job, which is big company job, right? So mm -hmm. I have never worked in the privately held private sector, which are small uh, businesses or organization. Um, I always, all uh, almost, I think, yeah, it's all publicly held big corporations that I've, I've uh, experienced in. So that's what I represent and can talk about. So I'm going to yeah. eliminate the privately held uh, private sector and only focus on um, the corporate, right? So in the corporate, you can think about it, right? Uh, there are many, many industries. We call them industries. So firstly, yeah. uh, let's say retail. I'll give you examples. Mm. Retail are people, uh, retail is an industry which engage in uh, selling um, 
something to customers directly right so mm. big bazaar is retail right uh, or nike mm. showroom uh, marks and spencers all those are uh, retail into retail and then you have banking and financial services these are like hdfc uh, kotak mahindra or um, you know uh, royal bank of scotland or american express or whatever right and then yeah. so on and so forth and then you have software and it and then you have fmcg company fast moving consumer mm. goods these are like hindustan unilever is a good example yeah. right um um and, and and so on and so forth who who makes uh things that you consume quickly like like biscuits mm. uh um some food uh, items or let's say shampoo all of that right Um, yeah. And then you have uh, consumer durables. These are like Samsung, LG. Um, uh, these are white goods that you can keep for some time, like right fridge or a refrigerator or a TV, etc. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, hospitality and, and travel and hospitality. This, this would be like Indigo, isn't it? To travel, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Aviation, hospitality would be like Taj. They have lots of hotels, right? Uh, mm-hmm. so that's another industry and then you have media and entertainment you know netflix mm-hmm. google is a media company uh, by and large yeah. right and then you have uh, automobiles or automotive uh, however you want to call yeah. it uh, these are like uh, mahindra right uh, or mm-hmm. let's say bmw um, those are uh, in, in into that so uh, within the corporate there are many many industries the good thing is you can choose to work in the industries that you really like and and for for example richard you are into consulting and services where you offer services not goods right where you yeah. uh, do something for other companies or or uh, people who pay up uh, that's uh, a really really big industry the consulting and services industry right so the good yeah. thing about corporate is there are lots and lots of industries and you can actually choose to be in a sector or an industry where you have profound interest in like me i'm always uh, into technology so i'm in the technology industry if you really like um, you know um, the aviation industry and then uh, you're in- intrigued about how you handle complex um, you know uh, flight system etc then you get into um and indigo or jet airways or whatever right or oh, jet airways yeah, is yeah. no longer here so uh, maybe spice jet or uh, whatever right so yeah so mm. uh, uh, the corporate as you uh, you have to understand it that way and and that will give you a very broad, broad perspective right you you can get mm-hmm. into those and there are very uh, specialized ones i i can't name all of them for example dhl they're into logistics mm. right yeah. so there are companies and then there's a big real estate company dlf is into real estate for example so there are more that uh, i i i can't possibly name all of them now uh, that's how you should understand the corporate world to your mm. question um, how do you get into it um you have to specialize on some particular thing right mm-hmm. um and, and maybe let me take a couple of minutes on just um the kind of specialization uh, broadly these are like very mm-hmm. very broadly because i have to keep it short uh that you can um kind of uh, build the specialization that you can build to get into the corporate world right so one is this invariably this uh, corporates have a, a product of or a service that they're selling 
so we, we talked about let's say consumer durables uh, like LG will have a TV or whatever right uh, mm. so if you know how to make the product that they sell or there are services companies who offer services for example if you are very creative if you know how to design something you can have a, an agency a creative agency mm. right that mm. can offer services to other companies so if you know how to create or make the product that they are selling you can get into manufacturing or services delivery as we call it right so, mm-hmm. and then mostly these are uh, people who have specific talent or engineers or uh, people who specialize in uh, the manufacturing process right this there are mm-hmm. professional courses for all of it so that's one area Uh, the second area is wh- wh- how I started my career. It's marketing, right? So once they make the yeah. product, you have to decide how best to sell it, how best to position it. Position it mm. means how, what kind of brand do you build, right? And how do you yeah. sell it and to whom? And how do you create demand? Demand means um, people who can pay up. Uh, mm. You generate interests and, and, and willingness to buy, right? Very interesting. Mm. So you can get into marketing, which is awesome. and then next to uh, creating demand is you have to actually sell it and when you sell yeah. it you have to manage that uh, customer it's called account management so you can get into sales yeah. and account management here in marketing um, either you're extremely creative and really good or you get a professional degree like mba or um um uh, some type of um, you know uh, uh, product knowledge where you can really Uh, create demand right so uh, mm. engineering is always a good background mba is a good background uh, creative writing skills copywriting all of those are good backgrounds right in mm. sales and account management this is a job that everyone is qualified but you have to be sort of gifted um, i i have a sales team right now and i'm into sales as well um this is where your interpersonal skills needs to be extremely good yeah. these are the people who wear ties and dress up really well uh, mm. to do business right so and uh, there's a little bit of risk involved here as well so <clears throat> you have to be good with numbers and execution uh, and and, mm. and um, being able to stomach a, a bit of risks right and then there are yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> these are front office job who face customers and their back office mm. job who never meets customers right you get yeah. into operations where uh, you look after the day-to-day activities of the company and then there's hr a human resource you employ lots of people you have to pay them mm-hmm. you have to look after them you have to uh, um, define the reward system and how how do you get the best out of them and grow them and make them successful right that's hr human mm-hmm. resource uh, department uh, for this there are professional courses but i think people who are good with people Uh, right uh, they can get into it and then you have finance uh, where you have to mm. be uh, let's say a ca or mba in uh, finance or bcom or mcom uh, i think finance uh, there are specific things there are financial management as well as there's accounting right so mm. uh, you can get into those these are typically for people who are good in uh um maths and, and and numbers and there are small small departments like legal where lawyers are hired mm-hmm. uh, and then there's a uh, uh let's say transport um or there are uh, legal counsel uh, who are uh, sort of advising on um uh, 
uh, different legal. Oh, I've, I've mentioned legal. Um, and there are, uh, I think, M&A expert, for example, companies buy companies mm-hmm. and so on. So there are small, yeah. small pockets. Now I've set lots of roles, right? Yeah, yeah. You, the, 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 the thing is, one confusion and the myth that I want to debunk is in that uh, different roles, there's operations. Within mm. that operations, uh, where you run day-to-day activities, you outsource some of your operations. This is called BPO, Business Process yeah. Outsourcing, right? The corporate that we know uh, in Mizoram or in the Northeast is that BPO, that outsourcing. That is a very small part, Right, mm. it's only that India is cheaper than uh, other companies, uh, therefore we get uh, uh, lots of outsourcing jobs. But this is a very mm. small part of corporate. Um, I, I I think it, there's a good career to be made here. Uh, it's a really good job as well. But I just want to call out that's not the whole of the corporate, right? So when I go back home, yeah. Richard. Uh, what people ask me is, um, do you do night shift? Well, do you sleep well? Do they pay you, et cetera, et cetera, right? So uh, but that, that's one of the myths that we, we need to debunk here as but well. But do they actually yeah. play you, pay you well? <laughs> that's, that's, that's for another that's a million dollar that, that's a million dollar questions exactly by the way. so I, a, i've been going on and on richard uh, now stop me and, and, the, and see if, if no no I'm that, that that's yeah. good because uh, that's something that we wanted to do right i mean try to debunk as much as we can and then let people see and you know be inspired by at least if we can even inspire one person to say that oh this is really interesting i should look it up you know we we already win that's what i'm trying to say right because uh from my understanding is that you know uh, yes government job as a whole any job is not not bad you know but the thing is that uh, uh, the, the government job right now will not be able to suffice the requirement that we have for all of us and if that's the case then how do we go for the secondary route how do we make a living out of whatever is available right and uh, and and with that the question one of the question that i have is uh, dignity in workplace mm-hmm. do we have that as a northeastern do we have that do you think we have that uh, or is that something that we need to build upon yeah so um i i will put it in a slightly different way right um mm-hmm. So to be successful in the corporate job, uh, like you said, rightly said, it's slightly competitive, slightly entrepreneurial. You have to know how to solve Mm. a problem and work with others. Um, Now, as you deal with a lot of people, um, you have to develop two things. One is IQ, um, uh, which is... uh, the innate ability to uh, think, right? The, the intelligence, um, and and mm. this uh, um, there's a lot of debate on whether you can build it over time or is it set from childhood. Uh, I, mm. I'm not here to debate, but uh, you have to know your um, um, ability a little bit, right? So that you know. So I'm not into finance because I know I don't have the IQ to do, uh, or mm. me, even if I have, I'm I'm too bored to bury myself in accounting books right so you have to know your weakness a little bit and and your intelligence level number one but which i think almost all northeasterners are good the the second part is where we need to build which is eq iq is very important the other Mm. part which is maybe even more important now and and the psychologist and neuroscience experts will agree with me eq um 
which stands for emotional quotient, uh, or mm. they simply say emotional intelligence, is extremely important in your success. And this is what Nordisterners yeah. thoroughly lack, right? Mm. Um, which is being self-aware, being know, uh, knowing how to work well with people, knowing how to contain your emotion, right? If you're angry, uh, you have to know how to... Uh, digest it uh, and, and not uh, come in your way of being productive or uh, or hampering the way that you work with people um, or, or uh, let's say even fear right we have a lot of fear mm. um, uh, and and people um, are, are amazed uh, about the confidence uh, that me and some of my Nordisterners friends in corporate have um, and, and, and they used to call us uh, they, they used to tell us that you have lots of courage well it's needed, right? So uh, uh, managing fear, anxiety, all of that. And mm. you have to be able to take a little bit of pressure, right? Mm. In government, go to the office, do a bad job, go home, nothing happens. Do a, Go to the office, do a really good job, nothing happens. Uh, in the corporate, you have to put your A game, uh, which is always perform and always be a joy to work with. Um, so um, that... Uh, sense of um, awareness uh, in terms of emotional controls and so on uh, and, co and, and control your emotions from uh, anger to fear, etc., etc., right? And, and managing mm. your boss, that's extremely important. You have to be very smart and very quickly in the corporate. Um, uh, many Nordisterners... Uh, I, think, I think it's called yeah. managing upward and downward, right? Exactly. You have to know how to manage up and down. And, yeah. and many Northeasterners, I've seen them fail. And they have really good qualification. I, I think they've come back from uh, mm. foreign uh, with foreign degrees. They, they graduate from IIMs and so on. But they don't last in the corporate because they just couldn't develop the EQ necessary to be successful. Just, just want to interject here that do you think that's because uh, we have so much of. How do I put it forward in a nice way? But uh, do we, do you think that it's because of our ego that? <laughs> well, um, um, to be truthful, uh, yes, it's because of our ego, and um, a little bit of inexperience, uh, right? Mm. Because there's no grandfather or, or father or parents who can teach us this. Mm. Uh, we spoil our kids there, right? Um, mm. And and this uh, is a really uh, enjoyable parenting, but maybe not very good for uh, entrepreneurs or people in the corporate. Um, and, and we will develop it uh, over time. Uh, I have no yeah. doubt we are very young in terms of our experience. See, if you look at, uh, let's say, the Gujaratis, the, the uh, Maruars or uh, the business community, they don't pamper their kids. Uh, hmm. They're quite tough on their kids and that builds them up for business, right? Mm. Um, so I, I think uh, if the next generation arrives, uh, mm. we'll learn EQ. Um, I've seen changes. Um, I, I hang around with my nephews and, mm. and uh, friends of my kids. Um, I think they're much more emotionally developed than, than us right now. Yeah, and, and I think they uh, the today's kids, uh, even in our community, I think they are tr started to ask the right question, right? Yep. which we never thought of asking in our childhood. And uh, to be honest, I think we are the first generation of uh, 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 private sector uh, working class, I would say, uh, if I'm not uh, mistaken. 
because uh, our father generation have never uh, been part of yeah. that so you know i think we 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 do pretty much well in terms of being the first generation and as compared to other people in the community like for example the uh, the punjabi or you know the dot indian people who who are long way down the line in generation in terms of working in the private sector right so and and one of the question that i have is uh, you know as a northeastern we haven't been able to see people on the top as of yet we we know we have seen some here and there but in a like for example in a fortune 500 companies or you know or at least in a fortune 1000 companies uh we haven't been able to see that much uh what do you think is the barrier there very good question very good question so um i i think firstly um it's just a number game as well right uh, people yeah. in the corporate are lesser so the likeliness of seeing people high up uh, the chances are, are lesser statistics right probability yeah um, statistics yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's one um the second thing is um i i think that um it, it takes a lot uh, to get high up there uh, i think exactly. till mid management we all have a shot um mm. and then it becomes a matter of choice as well right uh, uh so for example uh, we are very family ori- oriented mm. um but um something's got to take um you know uh, so, sorry something's got to give um if you uh, want to navigate yeah. the corporate ladder um so um sometimes we choose not to venture out so much and we are we have reached um, a ceiling where maybe it's fine not to grow anymore uh, let me mm. set up my mm. tent here kind of a thing right uh, yeah, that could yeah. be the second reason and the third reason is it's hugely competitive and mm. maybe we don't have that amount of exposure that others have for example uh <clears throat> my uh, boss for example mm. the, the the guy who hired me in adobe <clears throat> mm. um he he has a foreign degree for example right um and um the person who's heading our team is from harvard for example and mm. there are very few people who graduate from ivy leagues from the northeast mm. it's not to say that um you need to uh, finish your degree in uh, ivy league to to be the head uh but Uh, the chances are bigger if you do that right yeah so uh but amazingly um i would say we make a very good uh, some of the northeasterners i know they make very good um um what we call individual contributors right so you you, you start mm-hmm. as an individual contributor and then when you mm-hmm. are really really good at doing certain things then they let you manage uh, that is the management layer you become a manager and you oversee uh, four five six people who does that same job and you coach and do that mm. and then they give you let's say 10 people more then you become a senior manager and so on and so forth you go up mm. uh, and, and i'm a director right now so i have like 140 people right so mm. uh you you have to keep uh um, um being really good at what you do and then um you have to know how to think about strategy uh getting things done isn't enough you have to think about the future yeah. right and then after that you have to know how to 
give really sound advice uh, everywhere. You have to know how to face your customers, etc., etc. So it gets really complex, um, I, and I think we are still learning um, as as a. Uh, um, as Nordeasterners, uh, the, those variables that you have to master, right? Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the, for example, the sea suit, which is, uh, uh, let's, let's not even go to the board, you know, that's too far away. Even the sea suit, it's difficult because uh, if uh, I have uh, interact with a lot of people and what I see is that there are a lot of sacrifices that you have to make. Yep. And we Nordistan are most of the people are family oriented people, which is not bad, right? It's it's not wrong to be family oriented, but uh, when you have to decide between burning the midnight or staying all night in the office and then trying to figure out a sol- uh, problem and trying to find a solution, you know, we always choose to tuck into the warm, cozy yeah, <laughs> bed. That's that's, that's what we are. Yep. And that's what is, I think that's what is one thing that is holding us back. But again, on the contrary, with the pandemic and everything, and you know, there's mass resignation happening in the US, yep. people are trying to evaluate is it really, really worth doing that? So I want to come back to you and say that can we have both of best world from you know being a family oriented people and then also being the best at what you do and then give your 100% best in the job that you do and still be have the opportunity to reach there is this something the world is moving towards to or do you think you have another answers to that yeah sure so um i'll i'll give you three points right um and mm. and, and this this is something that i often think about, right? Um, mm. So firstly, I think we have much lesser people who would like to go all the way to the top in the corporate. Exactly. Right? I have friends um, mm. all over the globe, right? Maybe Europe, mm. US, or in the India office, who even if you offer them a C-suit role, <laughs> will reject it. Exactly. Because they don't want to go there. Um, they they, mm. they want to stay somewhere, maybe at a VP level or director level, and, and mm. that's about it, right? Uh, and yeah. that's a really smart choice, right? Mm. Exactly. Uh, I think there are more and more people like that. Um, and um, secondly, uh, the um, sort of um, the whole thing around the tenure of a C-suit uh, level uh, people mm. are very short, right? A CMO, chief exactly. marketing officer, uh, their average tenure is about two years. That's it. C- CEO That's ba- it. based yeah. on the yeah. industry. Uh, some are uh, five years, some are even one year, right? So it's mm. a one-time kind of a thing, right? And, and the responsibility mm-hmm. is huge. So um, I, I believe that um you know it's it's not everyone's cup of tea right <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so and and people know it um and and that's uh, uh one of the thing uh, that people also rule themselves out um, um completely uh, but here is the good news um there are companies um especially companies that i know well who are really, really, really good employers. It's just the best mm. place to work on earth, right? Uh, think about mm. any job. Um, Adobe is one of them uh, who are always voted as one of the best places to work and I'm extremely yeah. lucky to be a part of it. Like Google, right? Uh, 
Microsoft um, and, and so on and so forth. These, these companies are really good place to work. They offer a lot of support. Um, I'll give you an example. During the COVID, uh, one Friday um, in, in, in a month is holiday for Adobe, just like that, uh, just to mm-hmm. relax. Um, and we have sabbatical. Every five years, uh, we can go on uh, one month unpaid leave, um, right? And mm. uh, the company really takes care of you. Um, if you're sick, you have yeah. unlimited leaves, etc. So things are changing and things are changing mm. for the sea level as well. Uh, it's not mm. as grinding in these companies to be at the sea level than before. But I must say, uh, if you are in, let's say, an investment companies, a financial services, uh, AMU, as we call it, uh, asset management uh, unit, uh, or uh, let's say in FMCG, uh, yeah, you have to grind it, right? Uh, you have to hustle. Exactly. Uh, no weekend. Uh, you will be amazed. In my 12 years in Adobe, uh, there'll be one or two weekends that I work, but never ever work on weekends, right? And <laughs> I can always fly back when I travel. I can always fly back to my family on a Saturday. Uh, so we mm. have those policies that are really, uh, really good, uh, but it's just developing, uh, right? Uh, so, and it's developing for in favor of the work working exactly. class. Exactly. Right? So yeah. it, it it will not be as taxing as before to mm. be at the sea level or to lead, right? Uh, mm. And it, it it is not as um, uh, as taxing on you. Um, mm. or, or your family uh, to be in the corporate as before because they really take care of you. Uh, see, with the great resignation, it's also happening in India, by the way. Uh, people are resigning yeah, yeah. and and um, enjoying their pensions earlier than before um, <laughs> and doing something else, uh, living a, a cushy life in the farm, etc. Mm. So the companies are very expensive to the company to lose. So they do all that they can to keep you. And companies, corporation, right? It's not owned by anyone. It's owned publicly. So what they do is uh, they change their HR policies very quickly to suit you, to attract the best talent. Mm. So if you're the best talent, uh, the stress level is hugely lifted, uh, right? Mm. And and, and it's uh, sort of uh, changing very rapidly. So I think it will be very, very enjoyable uh, let's say in the next 10 years um, um, uh, even more so than now um, to be in the corporate yeah exactly and you know i i mean uh, with with uh, with the pandemic one of the things that i see as a trend is that the company is rolling out every company is rolling out offer they are searching for talents and there is sort of talent in the market and people who are good they are asking let's say 80% hike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not even, hundred. Uh, I mean, they, some people go as far as saying that I want 100% hike, which is as compared to, for example, you're, you're working as an LDC in a uh, public sector, which is a completely different thing, right? You have the upper hand to negotiate your own salary. Uh, how much that is being taxed, how much that is being, uh, as, uh, you know, being uh, diverted, that's a different story. But you have the upper hand to negotiate on mm. that. I think that's a good part. If you're ambitious enough, that's a good part to take up. And, you know, uh, talking about workforce and, you know, the, the the talent that we see right now, uh, I've been a hiring manager for some time now mm-hmm. and in my previous role as well and then prior to that as well. And what I see is that, uh, you know, there is a discrepancy 
in people mentioning that okay i have a year of experience in this much right and uh, for example somebody will come with a resume saying that okay i have 10 year of experience but in ground reality that 10 year of experience doesn't correlate to what they can do mm. right which i think in in northeast when it comes to northeast community i think that rarely happens we exceed at our year of experience that's something that i yeah. see and you know can can't we that bank on that particular ideas that okay we are doing much better than that and then you know capitalize on that and try to swing through it but i don't know how we 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 can do it but you know you may have you may have a you know you you've been uh, uh, running the show for a long time now so you have a good idea okay i'm seeing this person this is how he react this is what his resume say i already know that he is going to be like this so you know you might have a f- fair understanding of the insights although not giving out completely but you know if you want to add something to that oh well uh, maybe i'll i'll add in a slightly different perspective uh, and, and maybe mm. uh, which can benefit the audience right mm. so um <clears throat> um, um uh, i i think the northeasterners um as i understand um it will do really well in anything to do with creativity right we we have yeah. an edge um so things to do with designing or uh something that is really big in product design these days is uh, design thinking where you have to empathize mm. um, and and solve problems uh or um some um re- there are some people who are really developed in Uh, socializing um and and mm. making relationships right I, i think they'll make a really good uh sort of a service team or even sales and account management right uh because mm. you have to do things based on trust and you have to advise um and i also think that we adopt to change um uh, really quickly and we can catch yeah. uh, change very early uh, people who have an analytical mindset um and are from the north is will be really good at research uh, for example mm. right um i i think we can we have a lot of edge um that we can uh, like you said uh, we can uh, provide more than what is written in a resume uh, are, are mm. those things right or content yeah. content is huge uh, content writing exactly. content creation i think in the north is we have the best content people they just don't know it yet right Mm. um um, um and, and also uh, i would go as far as saying um some of the people who uh, are really good communicators in the north is i've seen some of them um mm. can really be successful in uh, some type of um you know customer interfacing role or maybe uh, be PR an, and stuff yeah, like that an influencer like product manager right who often mm-hmm. speak in public uh, i think they can do those those role really well right uh, and i'd be excited mm. to uh, think through this um, with anyone who who needs advice right i, I think we have a usp unique selling point uh, on that mm. regard yeah and uh, coming back to you know uh, the the first few questions that we talked about like specialization in order to enter the market you need specialization uh, is this something that uh, you can develop along the way 100% and um 
So let me tell you a little bit about, let's exit India, because in India, the hiring market mm. is very driven by educational background. Can you do, exactly, can you do that? Exactly. Uh, like, but it's changing. Uh, the startup culture, mm. which is huge, by the way, there are so many successful mm. startups, right? Uh, Zomato, um, I can, Nike, Paytm, blah, blah, blah. So, so many successful startups now. Uh, Freshworks, for example, who mm. listed in, in New York. Uh, they are changing that uh, sort of uh, the, the, the lens which, which, with which they hire. Uh, but let's go to the US, right? Mm. If you really, uh, people who are doing MBA or getting into a corporate, they have work experience beforehand, okay? So, mm. The way to learn and pick up those skills and to be the best in whatever you do is to learn by doing. Now, this is where we maybe often lack as well, uh, is you have to pick up a job paying or not paying, right? And then you learn through mm. it. Um, um, and um, that is going to be the biggest source of education. Now, let's say you want to figure out how retail is done. Go work in Big Bazaar mm. or in the mall somewhere uh, for one year. You will learn a lot. Uh, and that learning is not even taught at Harvard or Oxford, right? You can pick mm. up learning by doing. Now, you have to work on um, maybe a slightly low-paying job to learn things. Um, if mm. people do that and then maybe couple that with some, uh, let's let's make a belief that they want to do uh, some kind of educa uh, 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 education in India um, and you couple that with that and I think you can have a very compelling skill set, uh, right? And specialization as we mm. uh, speak about um, and, and, and go there. Now, the thing is, <clears throat> in the North is, people think that your first job is going to be your job forever. Uh, that's another thing which is uh, <laughs> extremely misleading. Uh, when yeah, I started, yeah. I was a researcher, uh, right? I was a management mm. trainee, a researcher. My monthly salary was around uh, 15000 That's it. Uh, but you have to start from somewhere, right? So uh, don't hesitate to pick on... Um, I start with 3000 Oh, yeah. See? See where you are, right? So that, that's that's what it is. You have to start low, but that's your start, not your ending. Um, exactly. And there's nothing that's stopping you. You can jump uh, higher and higher and higher and higher, right? So um, hmm. that that's what you need to do. So building your specialization, I, I think one is really good education or you have to... Uh, Hustle, right? <laughs> you have to hustle. Hustle. Yeah. Hustle and also have a long-term strategy, right? Exactly. You want long-term strategy. Start here, yeah. but don't end here. Keep growing, keep growing, right? You have to mm. push yourself to grow. Yeah. Because one of the things that I uh, understand is that be if before you enter the market, before you enter the corporate job, you barely know what is in store for, years, for you, yep. right? The moment you enter it, you are, you know, you, you started to learn. And then one of the things uh, that I liked about the corporate is that if you are ever interested in some particular line, which is not the line that you entered for, then you the, the company is willing to help 100%. you and then yeah. uh, train you on that. Yeah. So you're getting trained without spending money, your own money. So that's the best part. Yeah, they, they will educate you. Uh, and they'll spend a lot of money on you, uh, the corporate, to develop you. 
uh, because exactly. it's, it's smarter to train people um, mm. than hire someone already trained in, in a very expensive salary. So it, it makes sense. And every company offers now re- really great learning opportunities. Yeah, that that's one of the plus point on corporate. If you want to, uh, mm. to learn the best and the latest and the greatest, Right uh, right now, for example, yeah. my team is working on AI. We are talking about metaverse, right? We're talking mm. about big data analytics. Uh, we are talking about uh, IoT, right? If I yeah. uh, was yeah. uh, uh, some officer in the government, uh, I don't think I'll be... Uh, You'll just read about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you want to learn the latest and greatest and work with the best of the best, uh, that's what corporate offers you. Yeah. And for the viewer, if you have any questions on, you know, uh, some of the things that we talked about, you can always hit up uh, Umafela on his LinkedIn and, you know, he'll be able to help you out. And we really want people to ask questions on the comment section or wherever you're listening to, whether you're from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or, you know, wherever you're listening to, you can always also come to YouTube and then see, uh, uh, join us, join the discussion on the comment section. And Umafel, uh, before we end the show, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that I want to ask you as a closer is, do you think the workforce will slowly move uh, from India to elsewhere? For example, the Philippines or Thailand or somewhere else? Because what, as far as I see, Philippines is slowly growing up the MNC uh, community there. And if that happened, can it also move to the Northeast region? And if if not, if no, why can't it move there? Yeah. So um, I'll uh, answer your question in two parts, right? One is mm-hmm. um, the corporate jobs moving elsewhere like Philippines and so on. Um, I think some work will go there, right? Um, mm. and, and it's it's moving. Uh, we ourselves are moving some work out, uh, right? Um, mm. uh, including... China, some in Mexico, etc., uh, etc., et Dublin. Um, yeah. However, uh, right now, India is sort of uh, pretty much the uh, epicenter um, of hiring and, and setting up and doing business. And mm-hmm. the government has done a great job in welcoming uh, businesses, um, uh, as well as um, the ease of doing business in India has improved mm. quite significantly. And the talent mm. market is just crazy. It's the best in the world right now, okay, uh, in terms of mm. uh, cost parity and so on and so forth. And if you look at our industry, the tech industry where I'm in, many, many CEOs, uh, name it, uh, Google, yeah, Twitter, all the CEOs, Adobe, right? all, all are Indians and lots of VPs and, and, and senior people as well as starters. And we have the best engineers in the world. So for higher and critical end jobs, I think India uh, is here to stay, um, right? Mm. Or, or rather, the jobs are here to stay in India and India will be winning uh, for at least the next 10, 20 years, uh, definitely. But some maybe slightly lower in work uh, will go elsewhere where it's cheaper, right? And uh, of course, I think in Northeast, I I also feel that there'll be a good amount of uh, potential. Many of the the corporates are also exploring places like uh, Tripura, 
um, mm. and uh, maybe not really northeast, but nearby um, in in parts of West Bengal, uh, closer to Assam, right, uh, and mm. so on and so forth. But uh, that won't be the highest end of jobs, uh, right? Let mm. me be completely honest and open. And mm. I would also encourage uh, people from the northeast to leave northeast, right? Uh, that's the best mm. learning, the best human capital. Um, development that can ever ever happen for the northeast is if you leave northeast work somewhere else if you want to go back go back uh, no problem at all yeah. but leave home uh, to learn and develop yourself right and go very yeah. far uh, for me i think i set limits on my career uh, for the time being i want to limit myself to let's say delhi india uh, but many of you can go farther, right? Go to the US, go to Europe. Exactly. Uh, there's so much potential and opportunities, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I would, while I think that we can get some type of work done in the Northeast, I, I don't think that's, uh, um, you know, the utopia for us. The utopia is for us to mm. go out and learn and maybe move back and, and set up the business, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh.